Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is up, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, here tonight with my co-host, Dustin Smith. And like always, we are here to talk a little Auburn baseball. Dustin, my man, we get a three-game series sweep of Lipscomb at Plainsman Park, man, in front of a packed-out crowd. And look, man, we only had to suffer one on the radio this week. So uh, we're, 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 getting a, we're getting a little better, Dustin. All right, we're getting a little better, man. But, hey, these were some solid games. Auburn had to fight from behind. Uh, Auburn had a walk-off in game two by the hands of Ike Irish. And then in game three, Bryson, where, how do you do, big fella, uh, yeah. coming through with a clutch, clutch uh, home run in the eighth. And um, and he also did it Saturday night, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Bryson Ware is him. He is that dude. He's he's uh, hotter than ever right now, man. Somebody called the fire department and put the guy out uh, <laughs> because he is on a roll, man. Uh, and game one was really the Chase Awesome show, if we're if we're being honest, out of the pen, yeah. man. Coming out of the pen usually uh, has been making those Friday night starts and comes out of the pen and look damn good, Dustin. So. Uh, just right off the rip, man, off the top, let's talk about this three-game set and just get your uh, your immediate thoughts of this Auburn baseball team and their performance from this past weekend. Well, it was the most impressive series because I think Lipscomb's the best team we've played. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy that pitched Sunday, man, he was he was dealing. Um, the guy that we faced Friday was dealing for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that Friday night was our best per- pitching performance overall. And you talked about because uh, we gave up seven hits, three runs, and three walks total, struck out 14. And, again, John Armstrong comes in and just any trouble that we're in, I'm going to get you out mm-hmm. of this, guys, and his money picks up the win. And I get to, you talked about Chase, and I think we see the guys that are starting um, this week. Tommy Vale's going to get to go again tomorrow. And then – this weekend hasn't been confirmed, but a pretty reliable source on the bulletin boards has put out who he think who is probably going to go this weekend, and no chase also. So, does that mean he's going back to the pin? I don't know. I'll say this about his performance: um, he looked a lot. That's the most comfortable he looked this year. I mean, he was he was coming out out. He was throwing he was throwing freaking gas, bro. Like there wasn't no hesitation. Um, mm-hmm. He wasn't wasting no time. He was tipping off the mound. None of that. It was giving me that ball, bang, 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 mm-hmm. and uh, that was good to see. And just. Because his stuff hasn't necessarily been there either. Um, yeah. And maybe maybe he's just not a starter. You know what I mean? And 
that's fine because you look at a game like Saturday and we need some arms in the bullpen. And here's the thing, too. You're winning these series, and this time you get a sweep without using Gonzo. So, and rumor has it that he's going to come out the pin this weekend so they can be ready to start when we kick up an SEC play versus Arkansas this coming mm-hmm. uh, the following weekend. So, uh, to get these wins without your best pitcher, I'm all for it. I love that, man. Well, look, let's start game one, man. Auburn gets the dub seven to three. And, and let's talk Tanner Bauman, man. Uh, he, he, he gets the start. Uh, and I thought he pitched really well, man. Look, mm-hmm. he went three and two thirds. Uh, got us got us into the fourth inning with two outs. Ran into a little trouble, but had five Ks. Gave up four hits and only one run. And uh, John Armstrong come in right there in that inning. Uh, sits the guy down, man. Uh, John is just on another level right now, man. And this yeah. is exactly what we expected out of him. Uh, but the the slide king, man. I mean, he is ridiculous. Uh, and that and that run on that fastball is just uh, exceptional stuff. Uh, but Chase also, like we mentioned, really stole the show coming out, uh, relieving John Armstrong. The last three innings of the game uh, gave up one run, one hit, uh, two walks, and five Ks. So uh, he looked really, really impressive, man. And like you mentioned earlier, uh, the stuff the stuff looked like it was there. Okay, we know the fastball and what it's going to do. Uh, we know he's going to run it up to 95, 96 consistently. Uh, and he he looked damn good at the pen. Mm-hmm. So does he stay there? Right now, it's looking like he might end up just being uh, yeah. that guy out of the pen and in, in middle relief. Um, and and these three guys, man, this was big for Auburn to only have to use three guys in this first game, and they only allowed seven hits, three runs, three walks, and and they had fourteen Ks, man. All right, and and one big impressive thing uh, that I wrote down in the notes, Dustin, was two of three. Uh, uh, two of three of Lipscomb's runs come from solo home runs, man. All right, from yeah. the same guy. I believe it was their catcher. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they have um, guys that tore us up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they they're a damn good ball team, man. <laughs> they they are, really so. are. They took two out of three from Notre Dame uh, yeah. in their first series in the year, man. So uh, they're they're a damn good ball team, and I was really really impressed. Their Friday night guy really reminded me. He gave me. Uh, <laughs> He gave me uh, 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 Nestor vibes. Nestor Cortez from the Yankees, man. Uh, mine went blank there for a minute. But Nestor Cortez, man, uh, just the arm slot and uh, his his slider and, and everything. Um, and and he, he wasn't overpowering with the fastball. Uh, he just – he worked the count, man. Uh, he hit his spots. Uh, and and that that action, man, that 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 lefty action was just there. Uh, it was it was giving us a little trouble, man, uh, there early. So uh, good stuff from Lipscomb. I was very pleased. I thought this was Auburn's toughest series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arms that Auburn had to face, uh, and and this team could absolutely swing it, man. They can swing it with the best of them. So uh, they were tit for tat right there with Auburn uh, Saturday and Sunday uh, in all three of these games, honestly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, man. Uh, the game one. I mean. Uh, the pitching was phenomenal, Dustin. Yeah, they, they're great. And then you have Case and Howell coming in and getting his 200th hit, going three for five, two RBIs. And uh, Bobby Pierce is a little dinged up, nothing serious. But I think we've seen that Butch ain't about if you have any mm-hmm. kind of – we're just deep enough to where it's like, hey, we'll rest you. We'll get you ready for SEC play. And the yep. freshman Chris Stanfield comes in and gets two hits, two for four with two RBIs. So just a good, just a good overall team effort. And 
this is probably the third time I could think of where John Armstrong's come in in trouble and got a strikeout to get us out the inning. Yeah. Um, you know, this goes to show, in my opinion, this goes to show how deep this Auburn team is, man, that you can sit Bobby Pierce due to a hamstring strain, all right, and you have a freshman, a true freshman, mm-hmm. and you can plug him in out in left field and say, hey, go go out there, big fella. All right, go get after it. We trust you. All right. And then the confidence at the plate, the dude's a, he he's a gamer, bro. He yeah. is a gamer. Uh he he's out the box, bro. I mean, hey, let me tell you something. The cat hits a ground ball, you better field it and get rid of it because he's scooting down the line. All right. Nothing is safe with Stanfield. And and <laughs> When I saw the starting lineup Friday, I said, hey, it's Stanfield season. Uh, but it just goes to show you, man, and like with Coop getting hurt in that Saturday game, uh, just the guys that Auburn can plug in. You can throw a Cam Hill out there. You can, th- you know, you can throw a, a Brody Wortham out there. And all mm-hmm. these guys, man, look at second base. Uh, we got Green and Moss yeah. just sitting there. You know, two guys that – I mean – this team's deep, man, and and I know a lot of people. Some people are really worried about the pitching, the relief pitching, and everything, and who's going to be that that third guy. But we'll talk about this a little, a little later uh, here in a minute. I, I think the third guy is starting to show himself, but we will talk about that, Dustin. Um, but man, just a, a gutsy win. Uh, I know Nate Larue finally come through. He he uh, he had a big swing in game one, and uh, and then Stanfield to really to really break it open for Auburn and give them that uh, insurance late in the innings. I believe it was the seventh when Stanfield broke through uh, and uh, and hit that double, man. So a really impressive game one victory for this Auburn ball club. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, and, like, again, uh, I think that Lippin was they're like top 55 in RPI and all that. So Yeah. Yeah, and – <clears throat> excuse me, the pollen is kicking my ass and I got something. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and I'll real quick, I want to throw it as well. You, you sweep and you also won, uh, you also won Tuesday night. Uh, and, and Tommy Vell looked good throwing four good innings there. So you go four and yeah. no on the week, and we've won every Friday, we've won every Friday game so far, right? So you're mm-hmm. starting this, you're starting every series off a game up. I mean, you can't ask for much more. But before we go any further, that nine one and one looks <laughs> it looks so yeah, weird. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like a <laughs> soccer team. Yeah. Uh, so A and M played into the night last night, and USC has to go home to mama and daddy, and I don't know, man. Just weird stuff. I mean, it is what it is. You know, just the nine one and one, man. It's just mm. it's weird. I keep I keep looking at it, and I'm just like. <laughs> oh man. Um but Dustin, let's go to game 2, man. This one <laughs> this one uh we, you know, we blow a lead, man, and uh you know, we got a battle back and then ultimately uh you know, Hemothy, Mr. Ike, you know, Daddy Ike, whatever you want to call him, uh superhero, superman, whatever he is. I mean, the dude is a freaking baseball player, man. Uh, he walks it all for us, and and we're gonna talk about that walk off and and just um, what he's brought. I feel like he's brought a swagger to this baseball team, Dustin, mm-hmm. and and a confidence to this entire lineup. And for him to be a true freshman, um, 
Uh, hold up on me now, Mr. Pollen. Come on now. Stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, there. I got you there. <laughs> um, But, yeah, man, look, Auburn's pitching in game two Saturday. Uh, the pitching gave up uh, the long ball – Lipscomb struck for eight of their 11 runs off the long ball, yeah. Dustin. Um, and, look, Herbert Holtz, man, Lipscomb, Lipscomb jumped all over him, all right? Mm-hmm. The fastball was getting pummeled, all right? Uh, he it just uh, – from the, from the call and what we could really uh, hear and listen to, it just kind of felt like – uh, he didn't have his best stuff. Uh, it really felt like it felt like his his other pitches weren't on, so he was having to rely on his fastball, and he was just leaving it over the heart of the plate. And Lipscomb was taking advantage of that. Um, but Auburn finds a way, Dustin. They find a way, man. They battle back. Uh, they never give up. Uh, so just talk a little bit about what everything they had to go through in game two and somehow finding a way to battle back, battle back and get a victory, man. Yeah, so good start at 9-1-1, one, and one, but if you're going to look for some things that got to improve, you're going to have to – there's just a couple more arms in this bullpen that got to step up, and there's a couple more guys in this rotation that got to step up. And from mm-hmm. everything that I've read and the the uh, little bit of post-game pressers that we get in baseball – didn't seem like the staff was too impressed with Herbert Holt. So he's going to get another opportunity at some point to pitch, and he's going to have to bounce back. But three innings pitch with six hits, four mm-hmm. runs, and then uh, a guy that's going to get the start Wednesday versus Jacksonville State. So he's going to have to bounce back is uh, mm-hmm. our boy, and we believe in him, Connor Copeland. But yep. he comes in, and he only gets two outs. He gives up four hits on four runs. Uh, Will Cannon kind of comes in and gives you a chance there. He gives you two innings, only gives up two hits and one run. And – I, you know, here's the thing, though. One thing that we've seen consistently is we got the bats. So you even go back to the tie game versus USC where we blew a four-run lead two different times. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the bats are always coming back. And the thing, so Bryson Ware hits a two-run bomb in the eighth. One, obviously, mm-hmm. it speaks to, like we talk about on the basketball side, mama mentality. This dude ain't, this dude ain't scared of the moment. It ain't nothing. And – that's a two-run shot. Why is that a two-run shot? Because Ike Irish is patient, mm. and he gets on base. He draws a walk. He gets on base. And you know what is interesting to me watching Ike bat is that he swings at a lot of the first pitches. Like, he's not, you know, yeah. but he's but he's still patient. Like, he's he is just something else, man. He is a savant at that play, and he's just mm. getting started. I can't imagine where this kid's going to be in two years. <sighs> It's, it's, it's he shouldn't even be it. I'll be honest with you. He shouldn't even be at Auburn. The fact that he's playing college baseball is absolutely insane. All right. The kid should be in the minors right now. He should be at spring training somewhere. He's that good. Dustin. Look, when we had Mikey Matuk on the, on the pod, man, he compared the sec. He said, look, it's equivalent to double a baseball. He said, that's how good the conference is. All right. And Ike Irish is a true freshman. And he's doing these things in in this conference, you know. And and um, look, we haven't even started SEC play, but the teams that we have played, Indiana isn't a pushover. USC isn't a pushover. Mm. We saw that Lipscomb <laughs> is, out of all three of them, probably the most well-rounded baseball team that we've yeah. played and can really, really do some things 
late in the season. I, I definitely think uh, they will be competing uh, in the tournament, man, 100%. They're a damn good club. And Ike Irish just just keeps showing us, man. He keeps showing us. And uh, he's a hell of a baseball player, man. But one guy out of the pen that I kind of want to see step up, Dustin, is it, it's got to be Chase Isbell, man. It's got to be. that. That's a guy that we were really leaning on. We were yeah. expecting to see him come in because uh, we were seeing him last year on the back end of the season, man. And it just hasn't been there this year. I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, you know, what's going on there? Uh, but he just doesn't feel like he has his best stuff. And then we haven't seen Tommy Sheehan, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's a, a an arm thing. I'm not sure. Uh, but hopefully we get to see Tommy bounce back and get to see him get back in there. I know in the Indiana series, which is his only appearance, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he got well, – he didn't get touched up because he walked everybody. But um, – Man, it, it was a rough day for him. So hopefully we can get him back and and uh, those guys can step up for us and uh, help this pitching staff out, man, because that was really it. Look, everybody was abs- – I mean, they were absolute hoopers in game two at the plate. This offense is absolutely rolling, Dustin. Yeah. And, I mean, you look at it one through nine, man. I mean, everybody can hit the baseball, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a fully complete – lineup man from top to bottom and uh and that always gives you a, a puncher's chance in my opinion you know Auburn always has a chance this year because they hit the baseball so well uh, and you know it showed it showed in game two man yeah Cole Foster goes three for five uh gets a walk as well on that Ike's three for mm-hmm. four with three RBIs Chris Stanfield again he has two hits Friday night comes in with two hits Saturday night yep. uh and uh, think about think about that you got Two true freshmen here, one going three for four, and then one going two for five. Like it's uh mm-hmm. so and then like I said, Cole Gore. So just like I mentioned before on our last time we talked about this team, bro. It's a nice blend too of uh, veterans and young guys. And yep. uh, you know, I, I, I like the culture behind the scenes, and you guys will see you you'll see soon why we, we kind of had a little bit of insight into that. Um, so I'm just excited, I'm just really excited for this team overall, and I think that. In a game like this, you know, it just shows you like this team has every every win this weekend was a come from behind win. So the intangibles and and then it's good too. We it got to the point with basketball up until the Tennessee game where we felt like it's still pile on. Like, man, we get in these close games and then it's oh shit, here we go again. You're waiting on the yep. other shoe to drop. What this baseball team is doing in these close games is they're pulling it out every time. So that can be the opposite effect. It can pump in this belief of we're down three runs with two innings to go. This ain't nothing. That's only that's only going to lead you into into a positive mindset going forward in the SEC play. I love it, man. <laughs> and we got a tough one to kick SEC play off with. But uh, we got a big series this weekend to get ready for SEC play, uh, get healthy. Uh, what what we play uh, two midweek games this weekend and then a three game set on the back end. So five games in six days for the Auburn Tigers. This is crucial right here. Hopefully uh, we can get healthy and and some guys can get some quality innings. I know Gonzo coming in and everything uh, out the pen this weekend. That'll be big. Get him back ready uh, for the start of SEC play. Uh, but man, let's talk about game three. All right, let's let's scoot on here over here to game three. This, in my opinion, was the Zach Crotchfelt coming out party. 
Okay. He made one mistake, Dustin. Auburn wins the baseball game four to three. Bryson Ware was huge. But man, Zach Crotchfield and Hayden Murphy, let's be honest. Hayden Murphy was big coming in in relief. The two young guys. Uh, and 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 you love to see it, man. Zach Crotchfelt was a guy that I kind of felt like coming into the season. Uh, he was highly touted, and I felt like he would eventually take over that game three role. Um, mm. And look, what, what, what was his stat line? Let's see. Uh, what he threw four innings, gave up three hits and two runs. Man, like I said, he made one mistake. All right, mm-hmm. uh, he gave up a bomb. That was it. Uh, and then you had Hayden Murphy. He gave up one run, three hits, and one and two-thirds, man. I thought he pitched phenomenal. Uh, and then Parker Carlson with a huge K in the sixth, man, to help Hayden get out of that jam, man. Uh, Parker uh, coming in, that was big for the Auburn Tigers. That really kept things uh, in in hand right there in, within reach uh, for Auburn. And then Bryson Ware strikes late, man. Like I said earlier, I mean, what can't this guy do right now? Uh, he's a freaking superhero. Uh, the dude is, I mean, call him Homelander, cuz, because, I mean, he can't be stopped, Dustin. I, I don't know, man. Dude, Dude's insane. Uh, Bryson Ware is absolutely seeing it. But two guys that I do want to shout out real quick, Dustin. In this game three, man, in that eighth inning, there was two outs, nobody on, and Justin Kirby and Ike Irish – Find a way on base, man. Justin Kirby mm-hmm. comes up, uh, hits a uh, he hit a double, and uh, and he hits the double, and then Ike comes up and walks, and uh, and that sets it up to get yeah. Bryson to the plate to get the big three run home run. Auburn was down three to one with two outs in the bottom of the eighth, yeah. and that is how it happened. Bryson where strikes late, uh, so man, look, uh, Crotchfelt stuff was there. I thought he pitched damn well. Um, I'm, I'm super excited about him going forward uh, in this pitching rotation. I really do think he's going to take the grasp of that uh, of that starting role, man. I was I was super impressed with him. Yeah, I think he's the third guy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, do we even know? We, right now, we only know <laughs> yeah. he might be the two guy. As I say that, I'm like, well, yeah. damn, who, who's the second guy? Uh, yeah. I mean, our first guy hasn't thrown in a couple weekends, so I don't know. But uh, – I feel good about him from everything. We, and here's the thing I like watching him throw is I like the passion he plays with on the mound. You know, I, yeah. I, I like, I like that energy. I like that, uh, you know, just, Oh, I, I don't know. KD Johnson's not the best comparison, but you know, emotional, you yeah. know, where's it on, where's it on his sleeve. I love that. It's fun to watch. It's a nice change up. It's um, like, he's we, got that dog mentality, bro. Like he's, he's got something, yeah. you know, he plays with a little passion, a little heart. I like that. You're right. Yeah. You know, SEC play, say you're at Alabama, bases loaded, two outs. You need that. You need that yeah. juice. Uh, you know, he's not going to fold up. And when you talk about Hayden, if Isbell's going to be struggling, Hayden, Parker Carlson, somebody's got to be that guy uh, yeah. to step in. And we've, we've made the comparison before about at the beginning of the season last year, you, no one had Mason Barnett pegged as a draft pick. You do yeah. when you get your opportunity, it's time to step up. And Butch has been saying that all season. I'm going to let the lineup make itself. I'm going to let the rotation make itself. So I think that Zach Crotchfeld is saying, I'm the guy. He's he's making that himself. And Hayden, you know, have a couple more good outings for us because we need some of these guys out in the bullpen to be consistent. And the same way Saturday night, looking at the, uh, you know, on the offensive side, again, like you mentioned, 
Kirby, first of all, shout out to Kirby for finally getting hits that are non homers and they're still doubles and triples. Like <laughs> yeah. he's, he's, he's still raking, yeah. right? We said, um, we said it would come. We said it would come. We yeah. tell, we look, we told people with the 218 and everything was like, oh, well, yeah, him hitting the bombs is impressive. But look, the guy's going to hit, man. This was a, this was a guy that hit above 300 uh, at Kent State before he transferred to Auburn. Uh, the dude, is a freak of nature, man. He was a damn all American. So cut him some slack, you know, the two eighteen will pick up. And uh, he showed you this weekend mm-hmm. against the best pitching staff that Auburn has went against this year. So uh, kudos, kudos to him. Yep. And then again, Sunday, um, John Armstrong is, is uh, you know, solid again. And then shout out to Bruce Pearl, Bruce Pearl, Bruce mm. Pearl comes on the broadcast which was which was cool and nice to hear yeah and he said hey andy i gotta get out of here because one i gotta go down there and yell at the umpires and <laughs> i gotta get out of here and get out because once i get out of here we're going back in this bp called it and uh it, it happened so appreciate Bruce pearl putting that positive energy out there and i'm you know if he ever wants to just come hang out on some of these radio broadcasts i love to hear him um so just a good just overall man just a good sweep like i said three straight comfort behind wins i mean yeah at this at this point it's like when bryson this is the thing about it bro when bryson was at the plate sunday i like my floor of my expectations were he's gonna get on base like at the yeah. very least he's gonna walk Mm-hmm. And you're obviously thinking he might put this thing over the fence, and he did exactly that. So we're getting to this point to where it's like, man, we've seen, you know, we're 11 games in now. We have sample sizes. We can look at these things and say these guys are are doing this. Are they going to yeah. bat around 600 <laughs> throughout SEC play? Probably not. But let's say it drops mm-hmm. down 150 points. Let's say it drops down 120 points. <laughs> you know, like these guys are just some of these guys we got made are just raking and. Like Pierce gets hurt, Stanfield comes in the outfield. You get a guy on base, you need a crucial run. Let's put in Josh Hall. The mm-hmm. the outfield the outfield depth, like you mentioned, the depth at second base. So there are things that we can look at now. We've played enough games to look at and say, man, I'm really excited about this. And if you look at some of these polls, still not getting a whole lot of love. Some polls more than others. Baseball's kind of weird about that. But I promise you that uh, this Auburn this Auburn team and those guys in that locker room take note of the, uh, I guess, lack of attention, lack of love that they're getting. And yeah. it's, it, you know, they're making a note of it. Absolutely, man. And, and look, uh, let's go back to Bryson. Uh, now you see why USC walked him. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, re- they relate, they relate uh, in the, in the tie game. And you see why USC walked him in that crucial situation. They said, no way we're pitching uh, to number eight, Mr. Bryson Ware. So uh, kudos to this Auburn baseball team, man. Uh, a big time sweep, uh, battling back, facing some adversity. There was a lot to grow on this past weekend, man. A lot to really dig down and find out what you're really about. Uh, some young guys stepped up, some veteran guys step up. Uh, and, and it was just a complete team effort. And yes, I'm going to stand on that hill, man. I'm going to, I'm going to die on that hill. And, and that is what uh, I love about this Auburn baseball team is the fact that they are so deep. Uh, they can beat you in many different ways. And just so happens one night when the pitching staff is not on, uh, their offense picks it up and, and carries them. So uh, I think this is a hell of a baseball team. I think 
they can be special. Mm-hmm. And um, I, th- I think, you know, I'm not going to come out and say anything crazy like Omaha just because, uh, you know, it is super, super yeah. difficult to get to Omaha, Nebraska. Um, so I do think that this Auburn baseball team will be in the running to make a deep run in the tournament this year. Uh, I will say that. So uh, definitely not going to finish where people projected you to finish. I do not believe that. So, uh, Dustin, man, just, you know, a little bit about the games coming up this weekend. I know you're going up to Auburn to catch mm-hmm. the games in the series, man. Just talk a little bit about that. What do you expect to see? Uh, what are some guys that you really want to, uh, focus in on and, and Hey, maybe holler at a guy or two, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, it not rain. It's, it's looking like it might yeah. rain Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, it better not rain. And, and if we win Thursday, we're going to be watching basketball. If we win in basketball Thursday, I'm going to be watching a basketball game and a baseball game at the stadium at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I am obviously haven't been to Auburn since the Western Kentucky football game. So, uh, miss home, ready to go home for sure. Uh, fired up. And – I just it just as a week as a whole. I just I want to see for sure. I want to see Gonzo this weekend. I want to see Gonzo look good. I want to see him pitch just to relieve my angst. Everyone is saying it's all okay. It's all okay. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying if you're hurt in the spring and you couldn't throw, and then I see you throw one time an opening weekend and haven't seen you since. Excuse me being for a little being a little concerned. So mm-hmm. I want to see Gonzo go and I want to, you know, hopefully he looks good. Uh you know, just Bobby Cooper, all these guys that are banged up. Like you said, I want to see them get healthy. And I want it to, and it's funny because I avoided going to the Indiana series because it was freezing cold. Mm-hmm. And apparently this weekend it's going to be in the 40s again. So I'll have my hoodie and my beanie to watch a baseball game in March, which I think is ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Look, uh, I hope you have a hell of a time up there. I hope you yes, enjoy it. Sure. Uh, yeah, man, a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of great people up there, a lot of diehard Auburn fans. Uh, fill it up, Auburn fans. Fill it up. Uh, uh, get in there, sell it out, uh, and and cheer this baseball team on. Get behind them. Uh, get over to the NIL club. Donate whatever you possibly can to help this NIL collective for this baseball team. I have subscribed to that to help this baseball team. Just give them uh, anything I possibly can, man. So, uh, get over there and uh, do that. I know it's big for these guys. I know they're they're just brand new to it. It just come out at uh, the end of last yeah. week. So uh, they I know they're excited about that. Uh, there's a lot of positivity around the program right now. Uh, and I think things are just uh, soaring for the Auburn Tigers in the baseball department, Dustin. But uh, before we get out of here, man, uh, I'm going to leave you with your last words, your final thoughts, man. And uh, a hell of a show tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, you see it right there on the bottom of the screen. I want to shout out to the Auburn ladies tennis team for kicking Alabama's ass for the third time in a row. We see you, ladies. Yeah. And uh, Rammer Jammer, Yellow Hammer, go to hell, Alabama. Anytime we beat Alabama in anything, I'm going to get on here and talk shit about it. So, war damn evil. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, Dustin. Love that, man. Uh, so, hey. With that being said, we appreciate each and every one of you for joining us. Uh, We thank each and every one of you. If you can, please go subscribe to the show. Uh, We appreciate each and every one of you who like the show, uh, comment on the shows. Uh, We will interact. We will respond. Uh, If you can, go over to Apple 
uh, podcast and, and leave us a five-star review. Uh, leave us a written review if you can and, and hop over there to Spotify and leave us a review there as well. So we appreciate each and every one of you. If you have any questions, hit the DMs. They're always open. We always respond. We love talking to the fans out there, and we will answer anything and everything related to Auburn sports. So with that being said, we're going to hop out of here. We enjoyed it. War damn eagle. We will catch y'all on the next one. We're out.